it is a first, really, that I'm doing an interview in the studio with food with Michael Scully. Now, I've done many interviews on KMOX with food, but never with you, Michael. So well, thank, thank you, you for making I'm this special. happen. I'm very special. Yes, there is this incredible salad with fried artichokes and asparagus and goat cheese. Uh, thanks to Katie Collier, uh, who is our guest on PNCC Speak from Katie's Pizza and Pasta, 15 years and going strong. And of course, Michael Scully, who is the regional president of PNC. When we started talking um, at, at the top of this conversation, Katie, you, you've always been trans- transparent about your sobriety. Was running a growing business a a part of the challenge to get sober Mm -hmm. or part of the inspiration (laughs) to get sober? I think both. Yeah. Yeah. So when we started 15 years ago, I was 25 years old. It was a lot to take on. I already had this problem. It amplified it. Um, I was kicked out of the business within a year, Um, spiraled. was homeless, lived in a halfway house on South Broadway for six months and um, pulled my life together, been sober ever since and went back to the business that I created and said, can I, can we start again? And so we did. And um, I've been sober 12 years. And I was mentioning during the break that, you know, our industry has a um, a lot of addiction and a lot of alcoholism because it is such a high, uh, fast-paced, intense um, business. And so people really take those shift drinks at the end of the night. Um, so for me to be transparent, I think, has been um, helpful to others I've um, who maybe are struggling and see that it is possible. And I've gained a lot from it and feel fine sharing it because it's it is part of who I am. Can I say that um, my my son is in the restaurant business, very new. He's yeah. 23. And one time he told me that he had to close at 430. And first of all, I thought about his safety, his physical safety. But then I thought about all the stories I'd heard about yeah. just – and even actors in, at, who get off of the doing the show on Broadway. Yeah, same and it's energy. Same right. energy. And yes. how do you go to sleep, right? And yeah. his uppers and downers. And so I, I've, I've, we've had a lot of conversations about the environment he is in. Right. Um, and I know that th- that's one of the reasons that you're transparent. Yeah. And that's also the, another reason that we don't allow that. So in our um, locations, you, there are no shift drinks. There is no drinking on the job. We attract a lot of sober people. We also inspire a lot of people to get sober. Um, I have people come to me all the time and say, I have 30 days, you know? Mm. Yeah. So it's it's been really wonderful. Yeah. I think that's a, an amazing story. When you, one of the new words in our dictionary are these influencers, people right. that have an, an social media or whatever. It seems to me you are really an influencer. And talk about that if you could. Uh, who who influenced you? Um, gosh, always mom and dad. I've, I had the most incredible father. He was always himself. He was a character. Um, he was sober as well. Um, he was a architectural artifacts picker in the city. So um, grew up in, you know, kind of collecting fireplace panels and doors. Just a quirky guy. I love it. And was always himself. And my mother's an artist and she was obviously always herself. So very creative, um, innovative, 
never giving up type of people. And that's just what I try to be as well. Yeah. Did, and I'm sure I know that they gave you advice, but I'm just lo- oh. I, I can't wait to hear what yeah. what today as we sit here in 2023 with your father now gone. And as I mentioned earlier, the legacy of him living on, what kind of advice sticks with you I mean, from it, them? Yeah. His line was always do your thing, be yourself. And so that always sticks with me whenever you're in question about what to do. Um, or how to be, or fearful, or trying to compare yourself to anyone. Um, those are always things that, and then he always told me nobody really cares about you, so it doesn't <laughs> matter anyway. <laughs> you can be yourself because no, they only care about themselves. <laughs> That's kind of interesting in the, being in the restaurant business and realize yeah. that. No, but just knowing that, like, you have this, you can. It's 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 got to be about your values and who you are. Yeah. And, um, you know, he um, he didn't want you to feel entitled. No, that's what that means. Oh, my God. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Never wanted that. Humility was very important to him. Yeah. Having humility and walking through life. Yeah. Knowing that we're all kind of the same. Right. I would say. (laughs) Well, we're not. I don't have 12 million in revenue. We're not really the same, Katie. (laughs) Sorry. You better not apologize for 12 million in revenue. So, Katie, it seems to me you're one of those people that pay it forward. Yeah. And any particular interest, mentoring other women, entrepreneurs, things of that sort? Um, oh, gosh, yeah. I I mean, first, I'm, I've got a four-year-old, so that takes up. That's a huge <laughs> challenge. Um, but, yeah, my team, I like I said, I, I have – I love them all dearly. I've got almost 200 – team members going to be 250 300 in within the year and so I kind of start with my family and them and um, I do a lot of like little speaking things and mentorship things Um, but yeah more to come I hope what do what do people ask you who who find out and know what you, what you have done to really transform your life yeah. um and to transform the the business landscape here with Katie's pizza and pasta um i just I, you know they ask the story how do you do it and i think as we were talking i think it's nice to hear that you don't have to have a, a degree or a pedigree um you know i uh high school dropout never went to college so it that's it's all possible but you have to do it the right way and be good to you know the people around you people are the most important part this team is the reason i'm here you know you write your gratitude list or say your prayers and they're at the top for sure yeah so how, how do you instill that you're gonna go with this new ballpark village it sounded like you're gonna go from 200 to 250 employees yeah. How do you hire 50 new people and instill that very character you're talking about? You attract it after 15 years. You attract a lot of it. You also have to really empower people and let them do their job. And when you first start open your first place, you don't do that and you micromanage and you learn quickly through turnover and all those other benchmarks of failure that this isn't working and you slowly start to say okay maybe i need to do it another way and let them try it try it on their own and when they do they fail in the beginning and you let them fail and they learn and then they become part of it and so that was i think the empowerment part um letting them 
have and own their jobs in like a very um, independent way has been the key to our success and retention. Yeah. And I wonder, do you would you describe yourself differently as an owner founder versus a manager? Oh, my gosh. I can't be in those places too long before <laughs> you. Dr- I, yeah, because I look at things a little bit differently. I think it. Um, I don't. Yeah, I, I have to step back to be effective. And I didn't learn that for the first three or four years. Stepping back was a was a huge lesson for me. And I'm much more effective as that founder and that um, person that kind of is building and growing the company rather than managing the company because it's just too personal for me. Yeah, it is. But I bet you're one of those owners that the employees smile when you walk in the door as opposed to. They oh, do no. now, but they didn't always. <laughs> <laughs> they do now, but they didn't always. <laughs> Why don't they? No, they. We all. It's it's a it's a great team. Yeah, but that had to be. You learn. You gotta. You gotta have a lot of pain and growing to get there. I was gonna say that had to be scary though, because in a way, you are taking your hands off of your baby. Yes, and letting others. It's a falling off. It's a trust fall, right? It, it really was. And the trust fall happened when I got when I got pregnant and had a, a child because ah, I had no choice. Right. I could not do it. And then it was like, oh, my gosh, they're doing a great job. And wait, maybe they could do even better. And maybe this thing could grow even more. And now I don't have to sweep the floors. So maybe I can think about the next location or the next idea or all of those things. So it took a lot of pressure off of me to be able to do that. How do you handle the stress now? Um, well, I mean, meditation. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, you, yeah. you could have said long walks in the park. I, I do. <laughs> I do that too. Yeah. All those things that you have to do to stay Grounded, grounded, present, grounded and present. Yeah. All right. So we are going to talk about your legacy because you have that. And I do want to dig more into the charitable um, giving that you do because I think that bears um, – you talked a little bit about it, bears repeating. But can you let us inside – the journal, let us inside your thoughts of what is next. I know Ballpark yeah. Village is next. Ballpark but, Village is I'm, next. Bush Stadium is next, I should say, but is. Yeah. We're um, working on some really big grocery accounts, which we're very excited, some new frozen products. Um, and then we have a couple of locations for 2024 that we're working on as well. All in St. Louis. Um, one is in St. Charles, um, so we're excited about that. Is our, is one in Edwardsville or O'Fallon, Illinois? That's definitely on the list. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That was all for you, Carol. That was all for me, most definitely. <laughs> this pizza's for me, too, over here. That's right. She she brought in a black garlic and artichoke, among other pizzas. What what all did you bring in? Oh, my gosh. The Ezzo pepperoni that you mentioned, those those okay. cupped pepperonis from Brooklyn. So yeah. here's the deal. With I open honey up, on top. I open up that pizza box and I turn to her and I said, you got to talk to me because it looked like a flower. Yeah. You know, and the pizza, the pepperoni was curled up. Right. And some of the edges were crisp. And yeah. I knew there was purpose in that. Yeah. It's not like she just brought us a burnt pepperoni pizza. Those are just, it's a beautiful, <laughs> it's called Etzo Pepperoni and it's just this beautiful salumeria and they, yeah, they curl up and, the, and that oil kind of sticks stays in the mm. cup and i know mm. that's not good for you but it's, <laughs> it 
it tastes so good. <laughs> Wait a minute, nutrition. And then you put <laughs> nutrition was not on my list of questions. You at put all. the honey on top, and it's game <gasps> over. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That is Katie Collier of Katie's Pizza and Pasta. Michael Scully is with us as always. I'll say it again. He is the mastermind behind PNCC Speak, the language of executives. I'm Carol Daniel. We will take a break and come back with one last uh, segment here with Katie. We're going to talk about her charitable giving and her legacy as well in growing St. Louis. That is next on PNCC Speak, the language of executives. It's been such an honor and, and, and exciting, really, to talk to Katie Collier of Katie's Pizza and Pasta. Uh, 15 years in going strong. I started out by saying $8 million in revenue. It's now over $12 million yeah. in revenue. Um, and we continue our conversation on PNCC Speak, the language of executives, right here on KMOX. Katie, one of the most amazing things I heard you say is the Give Back Tuesdays. So it sure seems to me that charitable giving is part of your you and your company's DNA. How did that all come about? It came about um, because we were, as I mentioned, when we started, we had this rally from the community to help us through our Kickstarter. Um, I think it's also come about from my history Um when I was living in the halfway house, I mean, that's a community outreach place where um, I was helped and lifted up. And so when those things happen to you, you realize you've got to keep it going to keep it or pay it forward to keep it. Give it away. What do they say? Give it away to keep it. Um, and uh, we opened our restaurant and we're we were so busy and so grateful for all of all that we had accomplished that we knew we had to do something big. And so we came up with Give Back Tuesday, which so it's every fourth Tuesday we pick a local. It's got to be a local charity. We love to find charities that have to do with children, um, homelessness, terminal illnesses, you know, um, which is actually just did a stray rescue one and found out that people love their pets more than they like anybody else. Human beings. Human it's beings. Because <laughs> <laughs> they really came out for that one. <laughs> um, and it was, you know, we give 100% of our uh, profits to a local charity, and to date we donated $350,000. We started that about seven years ago. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And do the employees participate in recipients and suggest names? And They do, yeah. and our guests do. Um, so that's always, you know, nice to bring in uh, a charity that uh, a regular is a part of and proud of. Um, and then sometimes our servers will donate their tips as well. Mm. Like I said, it's so contagious when you start doing it and you start seeing the impact that it can have on people and the stories and the life lives that are changed. That impacts the team and that helps the culture and everything that you do. And, and there, St. Louis, we always say this, you know, very giving community. Yes. Um, but I, I'm curious as a restaurateur, what other businesses, because we have all kinds of executives who listen to PNCC speak, what other businesses can learn from you as a restaurateur? I think that it is valuable in so many ways. Not only are you um, giving back, which you're giving back, you're helping, you're changing lives, um, but what you are gaining is, you know, they say tenfold. It really is. I mean, your team is, you retain, your team is inspired, your culture has changed, your guests are um, loyal, 
all of those things, it just is this cascade of good stuff. So don't be afraid to do it because it will change your 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 company. Yeah. And you you opened up in a town known for its <laughs> yeah. Italian deliciousness. Yes. Uh, the so hill. you you stepped into yeah, the hill. <laughs> you you stepped into a, a, a genre that is robust and well known. How yeah. that was that at all fearful, or you just said hey. I was so young and so oblivious. <laughs> That's the answer. Young and oblivious. So I spent time living in Italy, in Florence, Italy, which was where my mother lived, teaching, um, running the study abroad program for WashU's fine art department. She's a gifted, amazing master painter. And we'd go and we'd live with her and we'd travel. And I found out about all of these amazing regional ingredients. Ingredients, specialty ingredients was what I fell in love with and the stories and the history. So I said, I want to like showcase all of these cool things because in 2008 when we opened, honestly, like prosciutto was not a common ingredient. Like it is now. No, and you had to explain what it was and fresh mozzarella. I mean, all these things that now we eat every day were very uncommon. I w- was the first to put squash blossoms on a pizza, figs on a pizza. Um, so th- it was really wasn't about following a path. It was more about showcasing ingredients. And pizza was the canvas. And that's that was my my passion and my shtick, I guess. And um, here we are. Yeah, I love it. So you're really an innovator if you think about it. Yeah, wh- whether it's ingredients, you know, pizzas as old as is yeah. the country and <laughs> here you are innovating with things like with squash, squash blossoms, blossoms <laughs> <laughs> innovating special. or i would just say building upon or my interpretation of it yeah and it's always been a very natural thing for me um to just kind of do things and not maybe overthink them yeah so what's next i got to hear the next <laughs> thing so i can be in the know <laughs> oh with food yeah oh gosh um what are we doing? Is there an ingredient that is? Uh... You know what's really cool? Green almonds. Have you heard? Of no, I have not. <laughs> They're very tart, um, and it's before the almond, you know, hardens. And we pickle them, and you put them in a spaghetti, and it's like a caper. It's really cool. Um, there's an ingredient that I that we're starting to use also called agretti, which is like um, a sea asparagus from from Italy that they're growing here now. Um, again, very briny and just anything that has a story that's interesting that people can come in and they're not just getting a meal, but they're having an experience. They're learning something that's fun for me. And I bought black garlic for my son. Yeah, I haven't used it. I just I bought it for him. So that's, that's a new one. That's to a new me. one. Yeah, that's fairly new. Last few years. What is black garlic? So it's fermented mm-hmm. garlic, and so it turns that color, but it has a like a sweet soy flavor to it. Ooh, I can't wait yeah. to have this black garlic artichoke pizza over <laughs> I here. I know. <laughs> I think Carol's getting hungry. <laughs> so I am so hungry. It is Michael. lunchtime. It is. Oh my gosh. Uh, and when you talk about what you're doing in the future, can we look back? What do you, it's hard as a young woman with a four year old to hear the word legacy. Yeah, I know. but come on now. Yeah, you what, do have a legacy already. You know, um, thank you. 
It's so exciting. Um, uh, again, trying to stay humbled throughout it and remember that this is not, ju- it really is not just me. I've got my brother. I've got my mother. I've got um, 150 people that are just like so important and could not do it without them. And so, yeah. And tell us your dad's name. Tom. And to remember what Tom said. <laughs> do your thing, be yourself. And no one cares about <laughs> and you. And no one cares. <laughs> So move on with your life. <laughs> You're really just getting started, though, when you think about it. Yeah, it just feels like that. 15 if... years and you started so young. Yeah, it feels like there's been multiple lifetimes and multiple stages, but it does feel like we are, we're in our groove and we're just getting started. Yeah, And I'd love to, to get you as well, because so many business leaders care and love, care about and love St. Louis so much. And Michael Scully is definitely one of them. Yeah. Um, And so with that love comes a a demand on all of us to do Mm -hmm. better, to do differently, to be innovators, to help in whatever way we can. So talk about what you think as a business leader, um, St. Louis, this region needs to do in order to grow rather than shrink because we are shrinking. Yeah, I think it just needs people that have the guts and the confidence to believe in our city right now and um, uh, take that leap of faith because it is there is a lot of business down here. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of great energy. And I've been spending a lot of time down here building this location. And I can't say how, um, you know, I'm, I'm learning so much and I'm so impressed. Um, and I grew up here, so I love it. I'm never, ever going to leave. I really am not. I mean, I've got my family and all of these people. Um, so we have the best people. We have a humble group of people that are, like you mentioned, grit. St. Louis is grit. You know, we're very tough. And so I'm proud to be from here. But, yeah, we've got to get people to really believe in it and, and take that leap of faith. And I'm very happy I did. Yeah. We're very happy you did. <laughs> Michael, aren't we very happy she I'm did? very happy I live close to your Rock Hill one. Yeah, <laughs> and for those who don't know, the, the third location is, is will be at Bush Stadium, but your first two are where? Uh, the, so the first one is in Rock Hill at the corner of Manchester and McKnight, and then we have one in Town and Country at Clayton and 141. We are so glad that you have done all the things you needed to do to survive and to thrive uh, with Katie's Pizza and Pasta. And oh, not just you. the business, but with your life. Thank you so much. Thank this you was so, so much. fun. I, it was fun. And now we eat. And now we eat black um, garlic. <laughs> Michael Scully is the regional president of PNC and so grateful that you are such a fantastic partner with us on KMOX and bringing our listeners these incredible conversations that, as I said at the beginning, um, will inspire. We hope inspire other business leaders to, as Katie just said, Take the leap, yeah, and believe, Michael. Thank you so much. It's thank always you, good to Carol, see you. And thank you, Katie. This has been amazing. Thank you, Michael. I'm Carol Daniel. Thanks for joining us on PNC C Speed, the language of executives.